All right. I'm pulling up my notes. Okie dokie. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get one more of these lattes. One moment, sorry. Yep. Fuck, that's delicious. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. Fuck, that's delicious. It's so good. It's really good. <laughs> oh. Blink, ding, bling. Ding, 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 Welcome to Ho Yeah Podcast. Hey, Amy, how are you? Oh, Jack. Jack, I've been better. <laughs> I've been better. I'm so. I am wildly hungover, as you know. We had a Zoom date with a couple of friends, and we did a power hour like we're twenty. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, but I hate myself. Yeah, that was. Uh, it. It was. So nice to just have uh, to see other people's faces and hear their voices and and just have the sounds of friends and laughter in mm-hmm. the house. It felt good, but I don't want to do a power hour again. I don't want that ever again. No, <laughs> there's a reason why we left that in our twenties. <laughs> I know. Will Will uh, has been playing what is it, Risk online with mm-hmm. other people. Uh, he's done it a few times over the past couple of weeks. And it just, what a lovely idea. You're just, I mean, hanging out with friends, playing a game. And it, I guess Risk, I've, I've never played it, but it can go on for a while. So it's just a nice, and I was thinking, oh, I want to hang out with people. What a lovely idea. A power hour is not the thing to do. <laughs> not it's not oh my god there are we've we've learned our lesson um and you know we're just gonna uh, fuck i don't i can't even i can't even form a sentence right now this is gonna be a fun episode everyone (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be rough but uh maybe i could just find a way to edit it together that makes us sound like we are able to talk and think and and are happy and <laughs> not bloated and hydrated. <laughs> I if you are able to pull this one, Jackie, you always get the hardest episodes <laughs> to edit and I am so sorry about that, but you really have a talent for it. Thank you. I Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. It doesn't. That means nothing to me. But thank you. <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, record myself saying something funny and witty and insert it here <laughs> <laughs> later on. Oh, anywho, uh, I hope everybody is feeling well and good. Um, trying to keep your spirits up because I know that I'm getting sick of this shit. <laughs> yeah. It's challenging for what well, it's challenging for a lot of people in a lot of different ways. What have what has been most challenging for you, Amy? 
I really want to get laid. (laughs) 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 To be totally honest, I am willing to risk it all just for a little peen. That's... (laughs) (laughs) That's where I've been the last week. I, um was doing a workout. <laughs> I was doing an online workout and the coach, he's, he's cute. He's a really, of course he's cute. You know, he's super in shape and he's good looking and he was doing, um, it's called a glute bridge <laughs> and what? it's where a glute it's, bridge, a glute bridge. It's a very sexy move. So you it sound sexy. <laughs> it is. So you, you're, you're, no, you're laying down on your back, your knees are bent and you push up with your heels so you like push your pelvis up so and then you like squeeze your glutes and it's it's like a core and butthole move and he was wearing sweatpants and I could see his (laughs) this is terrible I'm so (laughs) I know I shouldn't be sexualizing this poor person but I was I couldn't help but see it and I just started giggling so (laughs) hard and I was like Oh my god, I need to get laid. <laughs> so bad. I saw his soft wiener and I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> Thank god I had turned off my mic because I was like, <laughs> well, it's his own fault for wearing sweatpants and he wanted he wanted you to see it. And I was looking. I was looking right at it. <laughs> so so you, that's that's been a, that's been a tough one. Up uh-huh. in the air. Yeah. You, so your your shoulders, uh, your shoulders and top half of your back stay on the ground. Your knees are bent, and you push up through your heels, and then you squeeze your bottom when you get up. So oh. like it's like a core and a butt move, and you feel ridiculous doing it because also all of your neck fat like smushes back onto your (laughs) face and your titties are like smashing onto your face too. (laughs) And apparently your dick's out for the world to see. So so you just, you just got to get over looking like a fucking moron when you do it, because it is good for your, to get that double cheeked up on a Thursday. Look, (laughs) double cheeked up. It sounds like uh, I'm picturing what I'm picturing is very hot, and mm-hmm. if it was in person, it would be that thing where your pelvis is thrust up into the air, and mm-hmm. then he, like, comes over to you and just, like, starts rubbing your thigh, and he's like, no, a little bit more like this, and then... I'm coming. I'm coming right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's been... Lately, that's been the the tough part for me. How about you? <laughs> you know, I saw this thing recently, and um, Will and I have had to do long distance a few times, and I was mm-hmm. thinking, oh, this would have been handy for a long a long distance relationship. But I mean, now everyone's in a long distance relationship with each other. But it was like these little compression bracelets that you could. Um, I I guess it could be a friendship bracelet type of thing where you wear this bracelet and the other person has some app connected to it. And Mm -hmm. then whenever you're thinking about them, you can like send them a like little squeeze. Oh, I just thought that was cute. Don't they have sex toys like that? 
they have ones that are like connected to satellites and apps where <laughs> you can and the reviews for them are so funny it's like of course they just I, I can't imagine that they're real but it's like oh, I just like inserted this in myself and I just, you know, went about my day and without warning, it just started going off when I was in a boutique and I just had like a screaming orgasm because <laughs> my husband like decided to be naughty and like, it was just like <laughs> a screaming orgasm. <laughs> just, oh my God. Could you imagine? Have you heard about like the people who have like, mul- like uncontrollable multiple orgasms every day? Like there's this guy who what? like, it's a disorder. It's a disorder. Yeah. It, it's, it's, and it's, it's really sad because he's like, <laughs> it's sad, but it's hilarious because, you know, this guy's just going about his daily business and then he's jizzing in his pants <laughs> nonstop. But he said, Oh, it made me so sad. He was like, he's like, you know, people think that it'd be like this great thing to have. He's like, but you know, imagine you're standing over your father's open casket and no. you don't <laughs> I was like, that is terrible. What an, what an unbelievably awful thing to happen at that time. Oh my God. <laughs> so, I mean, is there any way he could just, like, I'm just, of course, you jump into problem solving mode and, you know, I'm right. not a doctor. I, doctors probably would have figured this out. But my first right. thought is, if you're going to an event like that, can't you just rub one or two out? Because then you have to go into that what refractory period where you can't (laughs) I don't know how it works that's the thing like he there's no control over it he has no control over it it just happens and it it sounds it's like people who can't stop hiccuping like you just can't stop it from happening but it's way way worse pants hiccup that's what I'm gonna start calling it when I come up I'm gonna hiccup (laughs) it's gonna sneeze (laughs) get the Kleenex (laughs) into into your elbow into your elbow (laughs) you have to have a face mask for your face and like a little one that is sad that's really it was it was sad but it's also kind of funny in a really dark way but mainly sad like i can't imagine and he crying over i mean at least several pairs of underwear good god Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so everybody look that up and laugh and then also feel really bad for laughing (laughs) yeah oh god that is that is sad (laughs) (laughs) well anyway so i guess we should get into the episode episode. (laughs) (laughs) yes moving on moving on shout outs yes all right so shout outs we have a couple from itunes yay yay Um, so pleased and they're of course super nice as always of course um so the first one that i'm gonna do Uh is by 
Boss, boss, and Bartok, or boys, boys. and Bartok. <laughs> boss, Jackie, you're so literal. <laughs> <laughs> and it, uh, the subject says wonderful banter, and the body says Amy and Jackie do a fantastic job analyzing King of the Hill. They know how to be themselves and play off each other in hilarious ways. Great job breaking down each episode, and you could tell they really get a kick out of the show. Rob, thanks, thank, Rob. Thank you, Rob. And I think Boys and Bar Talk, Boys and Bar Talk is a um, it's another podcast. Ooh. So please go check that out, y'all. And it's spelled Boss. <laughs> that that is. <laughs> If you couldn't tell, that's B O I S. <laughs> it's like French. Bois. Bois and bar talk. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here they are. Boys mm-hmm. and bar talk. Interesting. Gotta check them out. Oh, yeah. All right. So I will read the other one. Jackie, are you paying attention? I am. God. Look at you. Look at me when I'm speaking. <laughs> okay this one is from k nancy and it says danger beware (gasps) oh no beware of this podcast this isn't your mother's king of the hill podcast by signing on as a weekly audience member not only will you receive amusing overviews of each episode Awesome quotes chosen by the sexy Amy and lovely Miss Jackie, if you're nasty. Listener comments and songs, fun facts about whale sperm, (laughs) 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 anecdotal stories by the aforementioned hostesses, special guests, and more deeply inhales. (gasps) You will also come out the other end, poop joke. good one with two very special friends that you will look forward to catching up with every week love insta user <laughs> wait <laughs> love insta user crumb dumpster hey crumb dumpster oh, that was awesome thank you <laughs> thanks for perfect crumb dumpster we got a poop joke in there we've got whale sperm it really touches me- on everything called me sexy which hello yeah <laughs> jackie if you're nasty miss jackie mm. and i am nasty mm-hmm. so is jackie she's disgusting <laughs> i know i don't want to get into it but i literally peed my pants earlier <laughs> i was really dead <laughs> But I won't get into that. No, no, no. Leave them hanging. <laughs> Have them wonder what happened. <laughs> so um, I also want to do a shout out to our dear, dear, dear friend, Wes Archer, a.k.a. Papa Archer. And <laughs> I just wanted to shout him out because he sent us a banana bread recipe. I loved it. I love it. And, and it I was so it was- detailed. I know. I, I want to share that with everyone because why not? We could all have uh, Papa Archer's famous banana bread. Oh, our best friend ever. <laughs> he is our best friend. I love him. I love him so much. I really do. <laughs> I do. Oh, so I thought that was really, really sweet. So, yeah, it was. It it was. I, I just sent. He posted a, a picture of his 
uh, his delicious banana braid and I liked it or I made it like a little heart emoji. And then he just sent us this extremely detailed recipe and I was like, damn, that sounds delicious. Yeah, I'm excited. So, because we're all baking banana, banana bread. <laughs> we are all baking banana, fuck! <laughs> banana bread. <laughs> oh, all right, and I have I have one more shout out from uh, Facebook from our Facebook group, which I just I love it. Okay, so so it was so Julian in our uh, Facebook group posted about the the last episode. So we had said that you know Hank fantasized about Maria while he was putting the screws, putting the boots to I don't know what the saying is to Peggy. <laughs> But putting they the had boots. said, putting the boots, I don't know. <laughs> okay. They had said, I understood Hank's post-coital dismay as the potential result of what would happen or what could happen from a simple hug with Maria, not fantasizing. And I thought that that was a g- excellent point. I think that, you know, the more that I thought about it, and a couple of other people agreed. They were like, yeah, that's also how I took it. So I, I, because I don't imagine it, it's harder to imagine Hank fantasizing about another woman than it is to imagine him like, than him being like, Oh my God, if I give her a hug, it could lead to me having sex with her. Oh, I see. Right. So I, I really liked that point and I appreciated them posting that because I think it makes, I think it actually makes a lot more sense to me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, not that he was necessarily picturing her, but just uh, his little role play with Peggy getting out of hand and then him being like, oh my god, is that what could actually happen? Right, exactly, exactly. So, Which would be insane, but... <laughs> it really would! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I so I really appreciated them posting that because I thought that was, I thought that was a really excellent point. Yeah, that, that is a good point. Thank you, Ju- Julian. Julian, thank you, thank you, thank you. And and again, everyone in our Facebook group, you are the bomb. I know. Somebody wrote something really nice about how wonderful your laugh is. and It made my entire week. That was so sweet. I loved it. It was Sarah. Was Sarah. Sarah. It's true. It's true. You know, I know it's come up before. <laughs> <laughs> but your laugh is the best thing ever. It it's, so, it's funny because I was, I was, I'm talking, I was talking to this guy and you mainly through text. And then we started doing like voice messages and I sent one where I was just like, I giggled. Like I was like, <laughs> and he was like, Oh, I really like your laugh. It's really sweet. And I was like, Oh honey, <laughs> I was like, you haven't heard my laugh. That is nothing compared to what it is. <laughs> just wait until I get into a weird cackle and I'm laughing at you in a mean way and <laughs> just just wait. <laughs> oh, I know that that did make my week. That was so sweet. I really love yeah. that. And also please call our hotline. We want more voicemails. We love oh, hearing yeah. your voices. Yeah, we haven't gotten any in a in a about a week, right? I know. Ooh. Devastating. Yeah, send us more. I love those. I know I they're so them. good. And Jackie makes the most amazing videos <laughs> for them. They are hilarious. 
Yes, send more in because I just love to figure out an, a visual to put with it. She made one, if you haven't seen it, she made one in regards to a very sexy voicemail that we got. And <laughs> and she she's just like, send me a video with this filter, no questions asked. So I did. And then she made this incredible... <laughs> sexy video <laughs> with us in weird owl uh filter on and weird owl right weird owl oh, well, yeah i don't know it's a saxophone though he doesn't play the sax it looks like him because it's curly like luscious beautiful curly hair like he has and and it gave us each mustache like a mustache like mm. he has but it's a saxophone so i was like is this kenny g but he doesn't have a mustache right 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 you know i gotta say i was quite turned on by your mustache you look I, very good with a mustache, Jackie. Any filter that gives me a mustache, I always look really good with it. I, I mean, I love a mustache. I love mustaches for sure. And then you with one? Hello. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. I would I would mustache that ride. I would I'd, ride that I'd, mustache. I'd sneeze on that mustache. I'd sneeze. Oh, I would cover it. Cover it. All right. Should we get into the episode? <laughs> yeah, we should definitely get into the fucking episode. All oh right. my god. <laughs> we are talking about season two, episode twenty-one, "Life in the Fast Lane." Bobby saga and after this we only have two more episodes in season two whoa and I would love to do a recap episode yeah we're doing that, that for sure we're so. doing that for sure so with that said you guys have to send us send us your favorite things from season two all episodes favorite listener songs or you know favorite episode quotes it's just yeah, yeah, exactly. We're moving on to season three and pretty soon. So season two, God, we've been at it since what? The fall? Since fucking forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited to do a, a nice recap of, of this mm-hmm. season. Oh my mm-hmm, God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. So life in the first lane. Bobby Saga. Air date. Hmm. May 3rd, 1998. All right. Are you ready, Amy? Here I go. I'm fucking ready. Let's do it. On the outskirts of Arlen, Boomhauer races his souped-up Dodge Coronet against a Chevy Nova. Hmm. Wow. Boomhauer wins, but the driver of the other vehicle turns out to be a police officer. The cop tells Boomhauer about an amateur race at the Speedway that weekend. The winner of the competition gets to drive the pace car when NASCAR comes to town. Later, Bobby interrupts uh, his father, Hank, and asks for um, asks him to sign a check that he already went ahead and filled out for $175 so he can purchase a new bike. And of course, this sends Hank down a lecture hole of like, you know, <laughs> you know, you need to understand the value of a dollar and, you know, you have to like learn how to earn your money and, and whatever. Uh, I love, I love the line from Bobby in that scene when Hank goes, you just expect me to sign this. And Bobby goes, well, I think you have to, or it doesn't work. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, of course I expect you to sign this. What are you talking about? <laughs> and I think Hank is even trying to assess Bobby's understanding of a dollar's value. And he's just like, you know, how much do you think uh, this costs? Or how much do you think like the average person makes or something? And Bobby says, well, Jim Carrey makes $20 million a year. So, and Hank's just like, see, he doesn't even know the difference between $20 million and $20,000. Like, <laughs> he just can't even imagine that Jim Carrey could make $20 million a year. He thinks Jim Carrey only makes $20,000 a year. <laughs> oh, I love it. So by the end of it, he's just like, it's time for Bobby to get a job. Ugh. Shortly thereafter, Bobby accompanies his father and Boomhauer to the Arlen Speedway. There, Hank strikes up a conversation with a soda boy named Tommy. Impressed by the boy's can-do attitude and hoping it will rub off on his son, Hank sets about getting Bobby an interview with Tommy's boss, Jimmy Wichard. The moment Bobby is hired, Tommy hands his drink tray to Bobby and hops a fence and runs away. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess Tommy hated the job and his father, for whatever reason, told him that he couldn't quit unless he found somebody else to take over his job, which is now going to be Bobby, which I was like, why would his dad, why would his dad care? <sighs> These what a weird, like, rule. <laughs> I know. Bobby finds that life in the Speedway stands is an arduous one. It's a mm -hmm. lot of climbing steps, and it's very hot, and just a lot of steps. So many steps. So many steps. He also discovers that Jimmy Wichard is, it says here, a crazed taskmaster. But um, we kind of quickly realize that there's something cognitively amiss mm -hmm. about uh, Jimmy Wichard. He's irrational. He's paranoid. He's angry. Uh, just, yeah. Uh, not not very smart. Not very smart. No. No. Meanwhile, Hank, Dale, and Bill run through some pit crew drills with Boomhauer, hoping to increase their speed. So they're going to be his pit crew when he does his little race when bobby returns home from the track he announces his decision to quit his job describing he's just complaining about his job and he's just like i think jimmy wichard might be a moron i love that quote not the moron part but the beginning of it when he says <laughs> when bobby goes it's horrible dad it's hot and the tray is heavy and my boss is really mean and he calls me tommy and he watches tv and a hot dog <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that part killed me because when bobby like just walks in on him and he's wearing the hot dog suit just watching tv <laughs> and no pants no pants oh <laughs> bobby's like ah <laughs> <laughs> I I love that. So of course he's complaining about this job and Hank reasonably assumes that he's just maybe being a little lazy and complaining right. and he launches into another pet talk reminding him that, you know, nobody likes their job but you need to give 110%. And Ugh. I love what he says to Bobby and I I wrote down this quote. Um so Bobby's like complaining and at the end he's just like I I think I think he might I think Wichard might be a moron. And Hank says, now, Bobby, I know your first day was hard, but don't call your boss names. That's acting like a baby. Babies want everything handed to them. But you're there to work and not play. That's why it's called work and not play. If you don't understand that, well, son, maybe you're the moron. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I know. I was like, damn, Hank. <laughs> so <laughs> this pep talk does kind of work on Bobby. He goes into work the next day with a a little bit more of a positive attitude. Mm-hmm. He tells Richard that, you know, he's going to be the best employee he's ever had. And he's ready to give 110%. And Richard responds by quote unquote promoting him to uh his go-to guy which Mm -hmm. is not really much of a promotion because now Wichard is just like on top of Bobby all the time and it seems like he's giving him all of the worst jobs and Mm -hmm. I'm sure that it doesn't come with a pay increase no no of course not (laughs) shortly thereafter Boomhauer's big race gets underway Hank Dale and Bill cheer him on from the sidelines Boomhauer pulls into the pit and the three men spring into action, just, uh, I don't know, cleaning his windows and doing stuff with his tires. And there's a bucket of sand, too. And then, uh, <laughs> I know. I love that part. And then uh, they jump into action real, real fast. And then and then Boomhauer takes off again, only he's going much slower this time. And he realizes that Bill is still in his backseat cleaning the windows. So... <laughs> I guess the extra weight slows him down, and ultimately, Boomhauer ends up coming in fourth place. Uh, and Boomhauer's pretty bummed about this. He's like, oh, I'm not going to get to be the pace car driver or whatever. And uh, Hank, though, Hank is just so upbeat this episode. With his privileged white man can-do attitude, he reminds <laughs> Boomhauer that, you know, he's only three accidents away from driving the pace car, and, and <laughs> don't feel discouraged, because maybe the first three people will die and then you'll get to drive it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Richard forces Bobby to don a hot his hot dog suit and uh, <laughs> while he's passing out drinks and peanuts and snacks and I don't know why, but something about him wearing this hot dog suit just causes the drunken crowds to pelt him with <laughs> trash and <laughs> God, he's a child, you fuckers. They're like throwing things at this child in a hot dog costume. God, why? Why? I know, you fucking drunk idiots. (laughs) Meanwhile, Hank and Dale get into conversation about Bobby's boss, Jimmy, who, or Richard, who it turns out that Dale knows from his gun club. And he warns Hank that Jimmy Wichard is a moron, saying that he fried his brain after staring at the sun for too long. <laughs> Which I've seen a really great meme about that, where um, they have that part from Dale, and then right below it is the picture of Trump staring at the sun during the <laughs> eclipse. <laughs> so now Hank is starting to realize, oh, maybe there's a little bit more truth to what Bobby was saying. You know, maybe he wasn't just complaining right. about having to work, or maybe he wasn't just being a little bit lazy. Maybe there's something off with this guy. Shortly thereafter, a thirsty Wichard calls to Bobby, who's selling sodas in the infield from across the track. Bobby proceeds to the overhead crossing zone, but Wichard instructs Bobby to just run across the track because he wants his soda right now. You know, hurry, get over here. Horrified, Hank sees Bobby trying to cross the track with all these cars zooming by. Um, and he races over and pulls his son back over the guardrail. When Hank realizes Wichard put Bobby's life in jeopardy, he runs across the track and confronts him. But 
Hank is unable to clear a fence that separates himself from Richard. Now, this next sentence is worded so oddly. So let's see if we can get through it. (laughs) Of course, I got most of this from uh, King of the Hill fandom wiki. But it says, so uh, Hank is unable to clear a fence that separates himself from Wichard. Suddenly, Hank breaks through the fence, and that terrifies Jimmy Wichard out of his wits as Hank literally kicks Jimmy Wichard's ass as he is now on the warpath while Peggy gets photo shots of this. What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, (laughs) I don't know what happened there whoever wrote this, they were doing good until that weird sentence. But basically, Hank kicks Jimmy's ass. Yeah. Um, Yes. Meanwhile, Hank running across the track to kick Jimmy Wichard's ass causes um, an accident. And there have already been a couple accidents by this point. So it finally gets to the point where enough people have died that Boomhauer can finally have his chance. (laughs) of being the pace car driver. So that's (laughs) great for him. Later, Hank tells Bobby that he was wrong for ignoring what he said about Wichard, but also says he did a good job working. He he did a good job saying that, you know, you worked harder than anyone in this neighborhood this week. And Hank gives Bobby the money he earned from the job, but Bobby refuses and admits he was fine before cash was involved the episode ends with the two settling on getting a couple pairs of pants and calling it even. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! The end! Yay! (laughs) Oh, I'm so so out of breath and I didn't even talk! That's okay. It's not the virus, it's just a terrible hangover. Yeah, it's hard. You're doing good, just sit there. Stupid idiot. So, Amy... Yes. Any favorite moments or quotes from the episode? Yes. I said a couple. Um, uh, when in the very beginning of the episode, when they're talking about uh, race car drivers and everything, and they're talking about Jeff Gordon, uh, they say something like, oh, he was, you know, handed the the ability to like get into the NASCAR, whatever, something about that. And Hank's saying to Bobby, oh, you know, you you just expect everything to be handed to you. You're just like, you're going to be like Jeff Gordon. And Bobby goes, I like Jeff Gordon. He's handsome. <laughs> I love that. Hell yeah, Bobby. Who gives a shit? I know. And then and then it was interesting because Hank responds like, Bobby, you joke around like that. People think you're not right. And yeah. And like, ugh. you people when Hank says, Bobby, people are going to think you ain't right. It's basically his way of saying people are going to think you're gay. Exactly. Yeah. And it, <laughs> like, and come on, just, Hank. Yeah. But I, I love that in the very next scene, I think we're in the kitchen with Luann and Peggy. And Peggy, I think one of the first things she says is, Jeff Gordon is handsome. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it kind of helps highlight the fact that, you know, Bobby's not the weird one. It's Hank that is just out of the loop on this Uh, jeff gordon is handsome and it's okay everyone thinks so yeah it's okay to admit if you're a man it's okay to admit that another man is handsome it's there's nothing wrong with that (laughs) yeah but hank is really hanking it up this episode because he's just uh, 
so uncomfortable at so many moments that there's even that part later on where he's really proud of Bobby and he's like, if you weren't my son, I'd hug you. I know. God. (laughs) So he even thinks like hugging his own son is still like, you know, not right. (laughs) I know. And um, I love the scene. Oh, can I just say another Jeff Gordon Mm. thing? Oh, yeah. Uh, I love all the Jeff Gordon jabs. There are just so many <laughs> Jeff Gordon It's so funny. Um, and then uh, Hank is talking about going to the Speedway, and he's like, what, you might get to – something to Bobby about, you might get to see Jeff Gordon race or something. And Bobby's like, Jeff Gordon is a race car driver too? I thought he was just a cereal box model. <laughs> oh, God, I know. Just, like, talking about how beautiful Jeff Gordon is. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that quote from Bobby. God, it's so good. <laughs> cereal box model <laughs> i know oh, i love it um but another another good bobby moment is when you know so hank is like here's a dollar see how far this can get you <laughs> and and hank walks up and bobby's like <laughs> hunched over like a hobgoblin shoveling <laughs> like a burrito into his mouth <laughs> and then he's just like <laughs> He's like, ah, you almost made me drop it. (laughs) He's just like shoveling a burrito into his mouth outside, crunched, like crouched down. (laughs) It's such a hilarious moment. And the animation is perfect. I mean, he could have taken his burrito inside his house. He could have sat on the grass under a tree, but instead he's on the walkway in like almost in front of the front door of their their house just like crouched down facing a corner <laughs> shoveling food in his he could just stand up and eat his burrito but he's no. just crunched over like a little creep and Hank only sees the back of him and at first he's just like oh did you like get a shoe shine kit with the dollar I gave you or something and it's just like <laughs> he's like a Bobby's like a crazed yeah, he's like a crazed animal, just like getting his last meal in for who knows how long. Just like, rawr, rawr, rawr. yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. And I love Peggy. She opens the door. She's like, "Great, now you've ruined his appetite." Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know there are so many, so many. Uh, what I like to think of as just unapologetically Bobby moments, where it's just so many moments where he is just quote unquote not getting it you know for like according to to Hank's mind you know just the all the comments about how beautiful Jeff Gordon is and <laughs> him taking his dollar and buying a burrito and and um there's another quote where they're at the I think speedway and there's some like velvet ropes and Bobby's just rubbing the rope and he's like this rope is so soft and pretty <laughs> <laughs> love it i love it and i love that part too because hank's just like oh god bobby but then later on we see dale earnhardt and his one line is just about the velvet ropes being soft and pretty (laughs) i I love it (laughs) sorry i keep interrupting you though go ahead no 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 you're fine (laughs) i'm god um i just like the the end where (laughs) Hank walks into Bobby's room and he's like, what are you doing there, son? Playing a video game? And Bobby's like, okay. He's clearly reading a book. And and uh, Hank's like, oh, you know, what happened? To-? And Bobby just goes, I almost died. I'd rather not talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Bobby. 
Oh, and and honestly, so I that scene where Bobby is having to like climb all of those fucking stairs to give that guy a soda. I know that feeling because several years ago, when I was in even worse shape than I am now, I went to a One Direction concert <laughs> and right. and it was at a stadium and our seats were literally at the top, as far up as you could possibly get. And first you had to like walk up the stadium to get to the actual stairs. So we, it was like... And then you had to climb up the stairs and it felt like I was fucking scaling a mountain and it was torture. I was like, by the end of it, I was just like Bobby basically just passed out on the stairs like, oh my God, oh my God, this is terrible. (laughs) It was so awful. I can't imagine. I just, uh, when I hear that, I just assume there must be so much piss and shit by those seats because who's going to like dare leave to go to the bathroom like exactly asking for it exactly i held i i i you know because i pee all the time you know that i I can't stop peeing (laughs) but i was just like there's no way in hell i'm going down to pee like i will sit in this chair until this goddamn concert is over (laughs) (laughs) i remember seeing uh snapchat videos i think you and marine sent me and it did look like you were in the sky we we were so high up it was terrifying and like (laughs) it was swaying and then it started to rain and it was like lightning and i was like we are going to die at a one direction concert (laughs) this is not how i expected my life to end (laughs) that is scary oh yeah it sucked concert was good oh yeah i'm sure one direction (laughs) uh but that's basically all i've got um also we did see ladybird just love love a ladybird sighting Mm -hmm. just sitting outside with hank while he's playing his guitar yeah so that's all i've got i think we've said all of the just about all of the note the quotes and favorite moments i um after bobby's first day of work i think Hank gives him a root beer and and Hank is drinking his regular beer and he takes a sip and he says yep and then he tells Bobby you can say yep too you earned it (laughs) (laughs) and um and then there was another quote by Hank probably during another lecture to Bobby and he just (laughs) is telling him I thought this was so cute he says find what your niche is that leads to riches. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually pretty solid advice. But I know. <laughs> I, know. Yeah. I did write that Hank is such a bootlicker. <laughs> He's just <laughs> <laughs> find the job that nobody wants to do and do it great. And yeah. your boss and is always right. Be <laughs> the best at it. <laughs> Ugh. Shut up, Hank. God. As long as you do your best, you'll always be successful. Lies. Yeah, if you're a white guy, no. (laughs) You lie. And it doesn't even have to be your best. It could just be like you could half ass it your entire life. And and everyone will be impressed. And you will always make more money than anyone else. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That should be his advice to Bobby. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that's about all of the That's all I've got. We do have a guest star, Dale Earnhardt. Yes, we do. We only see him for a second, but he has that wonderful line that kind of just validates Bobby's unapologetically Bobby moments. And um, 
and of course everyone knows who Dale Earnhardt is. He's wildly famous. I know. Sad when he died. Yeah. Yeah. That was was a long time ago though. I didn't realize he was so young when he passed away. He was only 49. Uh, Wow. Isn't that wild? Really? According to Wikipedia. Yeah. Oh my God. I thought, I mean, I thought figured at least mid fifties, but oh my gosh. Oh, that's so sad. I know. Apparently his first, Dale is his middle name. His first name is Ralph. 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 (laughs) And, um, oh, oh, and it looks like his birthday's almost coming up. It's April 29th. So, of course, that was terribly sad for everyone. And it's cool that he got a little, got a little bit of him on King of the Hill. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, so... Now is the time when we will get into listener comments. Listener comments. comments. <laughs> to comments. Ooh. All right. So, listener comments. Gracie No from Gracie No. I live for Bobby Porch crouching with that goddamn value menu burrito. <laughs> 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 Gracie No also says, also, short pants. <laughs> <laughs> um, Linda Keach962 says, I'm single now. Are you looking for love? <laughs> oh. I mean, <laughs> oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> huh, that's interesting. Himbo.fornicata says, honestly, the saddest episode. Too hard to watch. I wonder why. Yeah, I don't know. It, is it because of Dale Earnhardt? Oh, maybe, or I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because Bobby, you know, gets his ass handed to him by a by a boss. Let us know. Hello, friends. I'm Bob Dole. <laughs> what? I enjoy the smell of napalm in the morning. Who are you people? Who is this? I don't fucking know. They got a dolphin as their profile picture, though. <laughs> hey. Hello, friends. I'm Bob Dole. That's a great name, though. Thunder Muffin, Dale in charge of a bucket of sand. <laughs> I know, I love that part. I, I love Hold this with both hands. <laughs> I know, and, he, and he's like, hey, oh, Hank, it's slipping. What do I do? And then never mind. And then it pans out and Dale is gone and the bucket's like, it fell and it, it's completely turned over. <laughs> <laughs> Sarbear underscore 1017. And if you don't understand that, son, then maybe you're the moron. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mill. Millhouse on the Prairie uh, says, I am only ignoring that because a man is on fire. And, and I forgot to mention that I love that scene where uh, Peggy and Luann are in the stands and they're holding up a sign for Jeff Gordon. And they're and Luann's like, he'll see the sign and he'll come up and he'll ask one of us to marry him. And Peggy's just like, oh, well, I don't think it'll be me because I'm married. Yeah, <laughs> And I'm then Luann goes, yeah, I'm wearing a ring. And Luann goes, and your big feet. <laughs> nurse in embers said you owe me (laughs) i don't even know like how much it's just one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eights sarbear uh 1017 says dale lighting his cigarette on the car engine flame and i did write down that he looked pretty cool when he was doing that like he turned his hat backwards and then he lit it I was like, what? Looked pretty cool, Dale. <laughs> that was very cool, yeah. Ooh, yeah. N underscore Murphy 7. Man, this rope sure is soft and pretty. 
Mijay90 says, some of Bobby's experiences remind me of my first job at a Dairy Queen, where my boss made me scrape old gum off the sidewalk in the summer. One day, geese chased me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Geese are so mean. They are. That's terrifying. I would be terrified if a goose was coming after me. Oh, yeah. I was definitely chased by geese when I was uh, young. My grandma took me to a park and just gave me a bag of breadcrumbs and they all just came at like there was spit and saliva oozing out of their mouths as they were running at me (laughs) (laughs) becca underscore thunderdome and cat dot burr both said jeff gordon's a race car driver too i thought he was just a cereal box model (laughs) you know i wonder um if the person says, you know, the saddest episode, I wonder if they're saying that because of Jimmy Witchard, because he's clearly, you know, he's, he's. Well, I don't know what his background is. There's something off with him. Uh, yeah, for sure. But I'm like curious if, if it's like something, if he was always like that, or if there was some kind of like trauma or accident mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. caused him. Cause I was like, what I was like, Oh, he's somebody who, maybe he's definitely cognitively impaired and there's definitely yeah there's some i i do i do dislike that he's made to be an asshole you know like i don't like that i was was thinking that there must have been some kind of accident or trauma as opposed to him always being like this because we know that he used to be in dale's gun club Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It just kind of sounds like maybe he he used to function a little bit. God damn it! I can't think clearly. Uh, I, I know. Just feel like he used to maybe not be as I don't know crazy, and uh, the fact that he is paranoid and irrational and um, kind of emotionally impulsive, like he could just kind of switch mm-hmm. up. I feel mm-hmm. like you see a lot of that in people with brain injuries. Oh so yeah, that's definitely. What I was thinking maybe something happened to him because I don't want to. I I hate the I like I hate the depiction of people that are cognitively different. I like the term like neurologically diverse, like people that were just like born a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like hate the idea of them being portrayed in a way where they're somehow bad or difficult or weird. Right. Um, so I I like the idea that maybe he just sustained some kind of injury and now he's I don't know not that people who sustain brain injuries are bad or annoying or mean either I don't know no but I mean it is it is a typical you know it does happen you know with TBIs traumatic brain injuries you know you're generally depending on where it happens in your brain but like impulse control is usually affected for sure so I mean, it's kind of like um, Aaron Hernandez, you know, like he sustained multiple um, brain, you know, like concussions from playing football. And when they scanned his brain after after his suicide, like his it was totally like, you know, fucked up. And that's like what caused a lot. Like that's what they say caused a lot of the. um <sighs> Fuck, what am I saying? His violence. Yes. Well, caused his violence and, you know, was at least at least a factor to it. Yeah, that's a that's a really interesting 
topic too because he had like I guess the worst recorded case of CTE ever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but and that is like a very real horrific thing that happens to people when they have when they sustain multiple brain injuries but I don't think there's anyone else like the majority of people who have CTE don't murder anyone so he probably was already he probably already had something off to begin with yeah maybe like made him violent and then that just made it worse but oh yeah I mean usually people with CTE they end up committing suicide no dying by suicide did you like there was that one I forget the name of that football player who ended up he ended up I think he shot himself in the heart Mm -hmm. Yep, And they say that he did that because he wanted to preserve his brain so they could study it because he knew that there was something wrong with him or yep. he probably had it. It's just yep. so crazy. Yeah, there's actually... Watch, it's hard to watch football or, or any sort of <sighs> violent sport now knowing that this is happening to these poor young people. <laughs> I know. I It's crazy. I just, I don't understand how football is still a thing with like the amount of violence. It's just like this horrific sport I just don't understand how is it still legal (laughs) knowing that these people are like getting crazy brain injuries over and over again and And we're like well the way the system's set up too I think I I heard that in that Aaron Hernandez podcast that you know that you would think the responsible thing to do is if you have a brain injury you let someone know and you want to take care of it as soon as possible but they were saying that people don't want to let anyone know if they possibly have a concussion because then I I guess you could easily be replaced by another player like it could just you know there are like repercussions to it so people are less inclined to report if they had some kind of head injury I don't know it's great I I love basketball basketball is a great sport everyone Mm -hmm. is just Everyone just seems like they're best friends. No one's tackling anyone. And the sweetest thing I thought was so sweet, they can't have the playoffs now because of coronavirus. So they've been having horse competitions just on Zoom. <laughs> where they just like play each other in horse. Isn't that so sweet? Aw, I thought you were talking about like actual horses. I was like, what? <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> They're doing like trots around. Yeah, now it's just horses playing basketball because the players do. <laughs> uh, anyway, a horse slam dunking. <laughs> Sorry, that that was, no, that was this is this is going to be a pain in the ass to edit. I know. No, it's it's yeah, it's you know, there's definitely something off about uh, Jimmy mm-hmm. Witcher. There's something not right about him. I I think if I wanted to like make up a backstory, maybe he just drank too much and did too many like he probably sniffed too much something yeah and glue now he has some like brain damage okay which maybe account for why he (laughs) (laughs) sucks (laughs) yeah all right well i i just wanted to say a couple more crimes universe uh, quote by Luann, he's the world's fastest Christian. He's the world's fastest Christian. <laughs> I love that quote. And then um, Melissa Manon just said, we finally see Hank kick some ass after talking about it for two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true.
It's time for trivia. It's trivia time. Trivia. Time to suck my trivia. You want to harmonize? You go. You go, you want to go low or high? I'll go low. Okay, it's time to suck my trivia dick. Ready? Okay. Okay. It's time to suck my trivia dick. <laughs> that sounded great. Yeah, that's <laughs> we did really well. Yeah. All right, Amy, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Uh, how many do you have? I have two. Oh, I have two as well. You go first. Okay. What is the only thing that Bill's father ever bought him? Oh, corrective shoes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which I I meant to make a note of that because interesting that Bill had to have corrective shoes. Yeah. And, and at first, my first thought was, oh, it's another example of Bill's. He said he, he brought, he bought him corrective shoes that all the girls laughed at. And I was like, oh, it's just another example of how terrible Bill's father was. But if he was that that's like an example of his father caring that he would make him wear corrective shoes unless he didn't need them. Exa- right. Exactly. Okay. So who knows? Who Either knows? Way, it was dramatic for him. So I know poor Bill. <laughs> God, so you got it. All right. You give me a question now. All right. When Hank and Dale and Boomhauer and Bill are running the pit crew test before they do the actual pit crew, how long does it take them? Oh, man. I thought about, like, paying attention to that, and then I didn't. Uh, <laughs> 58.2 seconds? Not even close. 22 oh. seconds. Damn. <laughs> Bonus. Oh. In, in real racing, how long does it take a pit crew to change all four tires and to fuel up the car? Uh, 10.3 seconds. Closer. 12 to 16 seconds. Oh. Now, oh. a stop for two tires and fuel can take five to seven seconds. And when a team just needs to uh, put in a small amount of fuel, which they call a splash and go, which is what <laughs> I'm going to start calling my one night stands. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it may take as little as from two to three seconds, which is also how long my one night stands last. <laughs> oh my god! How did the tires stay on? How do they not like? There's no way they're getting those tires on. It's incredible if you ever watch them like do it. They are so well rehearsed and fast as fuck. It's wild. God, you know how long it takes me to brush my teeth in the morning? <laughs> Five minutes. Guaranteed. Because, like, yeah. 43 of those minutes are just me staring in the mirror and then looking at my phone and then thinking, I don't want to. <laughs> oh, I, I know. I hate brushing my teeth. Ugh. It's such a pain in the ass. I want my teeth to be clean, but. I know. Ugh. Anywho. All right. So that was my. Okay. Anyway, your tri- another trivia. You have another one. Yes. Okay. Okay. Bobby's tray is number 27. Who has tray 28? Oh, man. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It is somebody named Jimbo. (laughs) I love that name. Jimbo. All right. Well, that's my question. Good. You got me on, on the one. All right. So here's my last one. 
How many people were in attendance at the big race? Oh my god, what? Uh, 80,000. Eh, 62,427! Oh! Yeah. The announcer, the, the, you know, the guy who does all the announcers things for sports, Mm -hmm. whatever that guy's name is. I know he has a name, but I can't remember. It was like 62,427. I can't do it. That's it. You got it. (laughs) And Amy, does that know what the next episode is? (laughs) Plato. Peggy's turtle song, which I love this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this episode. It's so good. There once was a turtle. I know. The turtle was hidden for two. <laughs> I don't know. I can't wait to hear it though. And her, it was all, it was her home and her prison as well. Yes. <laughs> Very heavy-handed, Peggy. I know. <laughs> and she doesn't even get it. She doesn't understand. <laughs> and she's absolutely miserable. <laughs> Poor Peg. <sighs> all right. Yes, I'm excited about the next one. And good luck editing this. I apologize. Okay. You ready? Well, hold on, real quick, everyone. Oh yes. Leave us, leave us uh, a review on iTunes. Send us messages on so Instagram. You're so close to 200 on on iTunes, which would be just absolutely bananas, awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, please, 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 please. Um, also, follow us on Instagram, HoYaPod. You can email us whatever you want. It's hello at HoYaPod.com. Listener comment songs and and just and voicemails three eight six five three zero. What's the rest of it? Three eight seven six. Three eight seven six. Funk thirty firm f u r m. My firm tight ass. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just gonna start using this podcast as a dating. <laughs> I just <laughs> so I'm like single and I have a really firm ass. <laughs> In another month, it's just going to be heavy breathing. <laughs> In this episode, Hank's disappointed in Bobby, and it makes me horny. It makes me so slick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, <laughs> send us stuff. We love you all. We love you too. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You ready, Amy? I'm ready. Okay. And one, two, one, two, three. Fire I'm gonna poop. <laughs> I'm gonna poop with my hands. Wow, there it is. It's coming out of her eyeball.